split the screen episode. Well, we don't care what episode it is because it is the 19th of May 2022. And I'm your host, Biggest Benis. Oh, you, I'm just, I might just call myself, well, I've got my name down here, right? So I might just say Ben Ostwick. That's that's me. You know, if I want to make a name for myself, I should use my name. Although I think I I'm, who you are. I've given up on that. I'm Ben Ostwick. Welcome. And I am joined by the one, the only, the famous, the world famous. He just got followed by Rylan. It's I Ed did. Nightingale. How are you doing, Hello. Ed? <laughs> uh, that made my day. <laughs> I bet. I think I, I think I liked a tweet from Rylan, which was about Eurovision. Uh, if if you don't know, he he's one of the Eurovision presenters in the UK, and also a bit of a legend. He did Big Brother, he did X Factor, etc. He's got over um, a million followers. He does, and I'm one of them. And now he's one of mine. That's nice. Oh, well. Are you? Uh, so, yeah. Did you? Did you slide into your DMs? To his DMs? No, I'm still waiting on that. Mm, just waiting, <laughs> just waiting. He'll be commenting on your balls, I'm sure. Uh, but hello to everyone in the chat. Welcome. This is Split the Screen, the greatest uh, video game podcast ever ever made, I think. Um, and yeah, so we've uh, been away for a few weeks, and we are back. But we do have a bit of a new format and a bit of some new news. So, uh, do you want to explain what's going on? Well, what's going on is that we're sort of going back to the original format, um, <laughs> which was which was fine. Um, we are going to go back to weekly podcasts Woo-hoo. Uh, on Thursdays. I'm guessing at this time, so seven PM. Yeah, or on your on your podcasting platform. Yeah, do it on the po- po- podcasting platform because that's uh, you know that's where the more people that subscribe to it, the more it gets like promoted and people click on it. So that will yeah. be, if you go to like um, iTunes or whatever it's called now, or um, Spotify, you type in split the screen, we're there. We are. Mm. And we're going to try and keep it weekly. We're going to try and stick to a schedule this time. Um, and we're going to try and stick to an hour, just so it's a little bit shorter and snappier, um, rather than us ranting. Ranting, um, how dare. Well, some of us rant. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we're going to change up the format a little bit. We're still going to talk a little bit about the news. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing um, and try and keep it to that. We may occasionally have some guests on as well, um, but that will be more of a special rather than it being a weekly thing of trying to get guests in. Because there are tons of amazing streamers and and other people that we'd love to have on, but it's a lot to organise every single week on top of us also both having jobs. So we are going to keep those to special occasions and mm-hmm. uh, and stick with just the two of us for the rest of the time. Yeah, I was thinking like, yeah, maybe on a Thursday it's just us two, but we can do some like bonus ones that maybe because things are well, a lot of people, like we're quite restrictive at the moment because we stream on a Thursday night. It's like, well, do you want to join us on a Thursday night? And a lot of people are like, well, no, I'm at this time. It's like, what, it's three o'clock or so in the US. So, or even earlier than that, people work. So there's so many people that we're missing out on. Whereas we can record things on a, you know, on a weekend or something like that, then uh, that makes a lot more sense. And also, those ones can be released whenever. You know, they're not time gated. You know, or they're not time sensitive. Like you know, if we're talking about the news, for example. Yeah, hmm. exactly, exactly. So then that that podcast will be more focused on that one person. Yeah. Um, or maybe two. Maybe we'll have a couple of people at once. Hmm. Um, but it will be focused more on the sort of interview of them rather than the other topics that we go into. 
Yeah, and but and also, also do you know what, because it's oh, yeah. because it's only an hour, it also means that we can straight afterwards go straight into some co-op gaming. So rather than the alternating, it means we can do both every week. So we'll get an hour's podcast of us chatting, and then you get however long of us continuing to chat whilst playing some sort of co-op game. The after show party. Yeah. While the Coke and hookers are. No, it's Dadu. <laughs> is there... I'm sure there's a mod for that. I'm... I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's a mod where you can grow your own, like, opium and stuff. Poppies. Let's not do that. Can you grow poppies? <laughs> <laughs> no, poppies are pretty. Do you ever see that Very BBC crazy. journalist who was standing next to some poppies that were being that burnt or something was being burnt and he was getting high just standing too close to it? And he just starts giggling. <laughs> Could do with some of that. Google it. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> how's your day been, Ed? Ugh. Okay. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not uh... It's been it's been a week. You know, you know when lots of little things pile up all at the same time and everything goes wrong, and it's just lots and lots of little things, and they're just the most annoying things. Just wow. there's been a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. And it always happens at once, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's been like that with mine. All well, all I will say is that I'm very much looking forward to having a shower after this because I have not had a hot shower in a week. Wow. Because we've had no hot water. I can smell you from here. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, have washed. Just it's been a cold shower, which is not pleasant. No. See, I've got the absolute opposite problem. Like my shower is either absolutely scalding where you can't go near it, or really, really hot. Really hot. So I literally in the morning I have a bat I have a shower that's really, really, really hot. And then I'm like hot and sweaty before I even leave the house, which is not good. <sighs> yeah, that's not ideal. No, it really isn't. So yeah, that's the uh, yeah, end. Yeah, I've been a bit... Uh, the boss is away this week, so obviously everything else is... Um, yeah. Everything that could go wrong is, ha- is going wrong, and the boss is currently on a beach in Egypt, so we can't really message him. But anyway, that'll be fun next Tuesday when he comes back. Understandable. <laughs> it's like, here's a list of 30 things that, uh, yeah, we need you to fix. That's great. Um, yeah, well, you. I mean, you can feel free to rant about it. I mean, if you want half of this one-hour podcast to be you having a good rant, if it helps, if it helps, you do it. We're here. We're here to rant about games. So yes. we will stick to the gaming chat rather mm. than me ranting about personal problems that I'm not going to go into. Oh well, you, tell you what. Let's go into games then. That you've. Well, what have you been playing lately? Anyway, is, is there anything that's been? Well, I know that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can I just? I just need to make an announcement. Ed Nightingale no, no, no. got what? his first review published in Eurogamer. Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'd completely forgotten to even discuss that. Wow. <laughs> um, yes, that was nice. Um, it was. Um, so at Eurogamer, we don't always do reviews. The big, the big, obvious releases are going to get a proper review. And some of the smaller indie games, we might just do a sort of opinion piece feature type thing about it. Uh, and my plan was to do that. And my editor really liked what I wrote and was like, this is a review. Let's do a full review. I was like, okay. So, which didn't require any extra work. It's just how we format it, really. Um, but I went so in-depth and went on for so long. He was like, this feels like a review. Um, the <laughs> game was Soundful. That was at last week's uh, Nintendo Indie Showcase um, as a out now, go play it. Oh, and um, you did? And I did. 
and i i love a music game um i think i've talked about before but what's the best um, music game you've played is it a vib ribbon is it on that level no it's not on that level oh. i mean look my favorite is probably guitar hero um but that's just because it's the one game i know i can beat everyone at do you know what mine um, is that i can beat everyone at can you though sing star that's a, that is an absolute lie uh, excuse me did I, I've told you the story about when I worked at British Gas, didn't I? I don't think I believe your story. It, well, if anybody missed it and, it, and you know, you haven't listened to all of us, I was, so I was working at British Gas in the customer service thing. It was while I was at university. It, was, it, was, it wasn't bad, actually. And once my boss's boss came up to me and was like, can you end the call that you're on, please? And I was like, yeah, sure. And, Sorry, Margaret, I'm going to have to call you next week. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry. You know, you just wear some extra jumpers. So then... Yeah, put her and I'll arrange the call later. And then I was like, oh God, what's happening? And he's like, oh, our business group um, is losing at SingStar and we need you to help because I know you like video games. So can you go and play? And so I went and did SingStar. But you know, SingStar, you can kind of cheat a bit because you can see how high or low. So to be clear, you're not actually singing properly. I was singing properly. It just might have been a bit nasally. And we won. A bit. And we won. So my singing... One. I'm an award-winning singer. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> Helios in chat has just said, why don't you all play rock band together? One on the guitar, the other on the mic. Let me. Oh, here it goes. Oh. It is covered in dust because it's not been used. Is that actual <laughs> uh, rock band? This is a rock band guitar, yes. Is it It's really? very dusty. Yeah. Oh. Or actual... Well, I'm not singing. Against what I'm competition? Sure this, this, Another gay. This... Yeah. Well, if, if anybody that's listening on the podcast, this is a great start. Ed is holding up a rock band guitar and posing. Here we are. Um, what I also have in my wardrobe is the drum set. Can I get, are we going to get that as well? No, that's far too heavy to get out. Can I get the rock band? That see, is so covered in dust. I'll play on the rock band tuba because that's uh, the only instrument I've played. So I'm good with my fingers and you're good at blowing. Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, we knew that before. <laughs> uh, Ed and Ben does sound like a folk group. Yeah. Split the split the chord. Can you can you split a chord? Is that yes, a thing? It's called an arpeggio. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Sounds like a type That's... of pizza. Oh. Arpeggio. Oh, it's a type of cheese, isn't it? That you're great. Oh, jeez. Uh, how dare you didn't know that, says Money. Neither did I. See? Everybody knows that, apparently. Oh. <laughs> An arpeggio is a broken chord. Arpeggio for strings. See, I've heard that. That's adagio for strings. Isn't that the same thing? No. <laughs> the amount of dust flying around me now, I shouldn't have done that. Anyway, we anyway, were talking about Soundfall. Yeah, before we went on to Rock Band. We should do, maybe we should do a duo stream with some Rock Band. Maybe we should. That would be hilarious. Maybe we should. Get Tommy in um, as well. Get your flatmate. Nah. Are there any drums? Bongos. I bet he'd love to play on the bongos. <laughs> There's a full, have you not played Rock Band? There's a full drum set. No. Oh, I've wow. Never, okay. I've never actually played Rock Band. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay, then we need to do that. And I've got Rock Band. Is it two, I think? It's got Paramore on it. It's fucking amazing. I'm going to lose my channel, I aren't I, doing that? the drums. <laughs> oh yeah, it won't be. It won't be for the stream. <laughs> well, we could do it on a. We could do it on BB After Dark. Or just that. delete the vod after. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah. we would probably have to do it in a living room where there is more space for everything so we can properly stand up as a rock band. I haven't got a living room in this house. Well, I guess we're doing it in mine then. Um, <laughs> oh, well, that sounds we'll great. We'll have to set it up on top of the TV. That is that is going to be a thing. Okay, well, you heard it here first. There we go. Perfect. Um, <laughs> oh. I, know that, I can't believe you haven't done the drums. So there's four drums, like drum pads, mm-hmm. and a pedal. So you have to, um, when the notes come towards you with the guitar, there there's four for the for the different drums and then there's a line which is the foot pedal so you've got to do foot pedal and and hit the drums at the same time and it genuinely feels like you're drumming it's obviously not the same layout as a drum kit but it feels mm. much closer to actually drumming than literally flicking a button on a guitar yeah yeah so we did we did it, play it's some much more fun to be fair we did have we did play some rocks uh some no what was it rock band was it rock band no Guitar Hero we played on the pier at Brighton. We did. Pretty sure I won. <laughs> pretty sure I like gave up. I didn't do too bad. I'm pretty sure I beat you at uh, air hockey. Let's not go there. Oh, yeah. You got it was very rigged. angry. You got it very... was rigor Morris. He got... Uh, wait, you, yeah, you lost at air hockey and a seagull shot on you. It was a great day all round. <laughs> <laughs> well, it shot on both of us. It's quite a, quite a load it uh, unleashed. Well, so anyway, uh, Soundfall. How's Soundfall? Soundfall. <laughs> so yes, it was released uh, suddenly, uh, all of a sudden last week. Um, it is a sort of rhythm action shooting looter game. It reminded me a bit of No Straight Roads in the way that No Straight Roads is a sort of action platformer, but you do things in rhythm. And this is the same. So it's like a top-down twin stick shooting game. Um but all of your shot, well, your, your movement is just free, but all of your shots and your dodges have to be in time to the beat. Hmm. And there is a metronome at the bottom, which is a bit like um, Crypt of the Necrodancer, if anyone's played that, or um, Cadence of Hyrule. Um, same idea. So basically, you've got to go around these levels, and there's this, it's a really good soundtrack, to be fair. It's actual real artists it's a nice mix of like pop and electro and rock and classical folk jazz all the different genres um and so you're going around and you're literally shooting to the beat so you've got to literally listen i mean i was literally bopping in my seat as i was playing um to get through it all um which is a really cute little idea and um and it genuinely works works quite well so it works Um, better than um before than uh the no straight roads because no straight roads was like there's cool music in it but there isn't really that much in time the, the thing is like when it came to no straight roads i found that the the best use of music was in dk west dk west, da, 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 DK west. i hated that song and it was so difficult nothing will ever I, beat the mermaid song yeah i didn't Sorry, the mermaid like song it was incredible mm. i liked the first one actually um it was quite yeah this is easy. a bit more because that's like 3d platforming and this is top down it's a bit more focused and a bit more rigid in in sort of what you can do on and off the beat um which which i think works better mm-hmm. uh and yeah it's got a great soundtrack um which is fun the downside of it is the actual shooting level design gameplay which is just quite repetitive um, there are a number of different worlds and then there's like 10 levels in each world and all of those levels just use the same um, 
backdrop and environment art. So there's not really a lot of change. There's not a lot of like puzzles or environmental obstacles to get around. Mm. The enemies are very, very samey throughout. So the enemies you, you shoot in the first level, you'll be shooting in the last one as well. Um, so the actual idea of shooting in rhythm is really cool, but I feel like the actual level design and the gameplay is fun at first. And then the more you play it, the more you're like, this is getting a bit repetitive now. Um, right. So is that it, was a little bit disappointing. Is it free anywhere? Can I play it on Game Pass? No. It's no. not on Game Pass. Um, and no, it's not free. However, what I will say is if you're thinking of buying it and playing it, definitely get the PC version. A, because I suspect it probably runs better than the Switch. And B, there's an extra feature on PC where you can import MP3s and it will analyze the music and then build a level around it. Now, I say mm. build a level. It just procedurally generates a level. Um, and then it does it in time with the music. So it means that you can just throw in like any old music that you've got on an mp3 and you can listen to that and, and play to your own music which is actually a really really cool idea all right well that sounds interesting if i you know if i run out of games to play then maybe i'll play it yeah Turn it's it's an interesting intriguing little game i think it's just <laughs> and maybe it's also part of the downside when you're reviewing um mm. is that you've sort of got limited time and you're like right i've got to get through this i've got to get through this and things that are quite repetitive great on you a little bit more in that process mm-hmm. um is one thing i would say can, i did not put enya on yeah, as I say, can I, now i really regret that can i, I should have put enya on yeah can i put enya on and have it as just like a walking sim oh my god i need to test that with caribbean blue that needs to happen what's caribbean blue that type of music caribbean blue no take that enya it's oh, Enya. It's Enya. Oh, I didn't know oh that. Oh my god! I only know only honestly. Time. Caribbean Blue is genuinely in my like top three songs ever made. Well, I hope I only Time is up there as well because only Time <laughs> is the best Enya song. No. Oh yeah. It's Caribbean Blue. Never even heard it. Can we end this podcast? Now? I, I'm trying to think. No, because Enya's Enya's like for kind of old. Don't you dare, don't you dare say that. It's for people that like cooking. Orinoco Flow, that's the one I like. Oh, that's a shit one. Yeah, may it, no, may it be. Yeah, the the obvious one everyone knows because of all the rings. Yeah. Do you like cooking? I rest my face. Wow. Enya is perfect for navigating Cornwall, yeah. And for sewing. It's good background music if you're sewing or mourning. If you're mourning somebody, you put some Enya on. Okay. I have a number of like dream holidays, such as going to Japan and going to like a tour of Scandinavia and going to Austria to see Moni and and lots of other things. But there are two dream holidays that I need to do. One of them is going to Ireland sitting in a castle, drinking red wine, and listening to Enya. (laughs) Oh, Gary's there like, I'll go get that done right now. (laughs) And the second one is skipping across the Icelandic environment and landscapes, listening to Bjork. No, no, no. Listening to Low Raw. No, listening to Bjork. I'll be, I'll have my headphones in. With some cigarettes thrown in as well. I'll have my headphones in listening to some Low Raw 
and maybe the odd bit of churches. Yes, Miko, skipping. Absolutely, I will be skipping. I was going to say skipping naked, but I probably will keep my clothes on. But I will be skipping across Iceland listening to listen to Bjork. Might be a bit cold to be naked. Unless you go Maybe, to the yeah. um, the Blue Lagoon. And as Gary says, Aina lives in a castle. Aina. Which is true, she does live in a castle. <laughs> Who's Aina? <laughs> he means Enya. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she lives in a castle. I just have this like vision of like a dark stormy night with a castle and like the waves are crashing and I'm just sat inside with a fire going and red wine and Enya's singing to me. That's the dream. That'll be the next, uh, what's it called? Uh, Kojima game. Skipping simulator. Sure. Skipping. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was soundful. Sounds fun. <laughs> Go play it. It's fun. Go play it. Speaking of games with like a high level of, uh, you know, culture and sophistication, I played some Call of Duty Mobile. Oh God, here we go. When I was a little bit, um, I was a bit bored and I was at work and I'm like, well, I need to, I want to download a game because, you know, sometimes you're just in the mood to play a game. So I've downloaded some games. Uh, do you want to know what games I've downloaded? Yes. Okay. I downloaded uh, Desert Golfing, which you got a little bit addicted at when I, did you play it on my phone? Excuse me? The Desert Golf thing that you were terrible at and you kept overshooting. It happens. Um, I, I played that for 30 seconds. Oh my god, I, we've got a so we, I didn't I don't even know why I've got the alerts on that's why. Thank you so very much, Devil Bean. Sorry for anybody who was listening to the podcast and has just jumped out of their skin. Uh, I forgot to mute the alerts. But Devil Bean, thank you very much for the for the sub there. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, so I played some desert golfing. I also got a game called Yeah, there's so much professionalism here. It's a new start this. Um, Townscaper. I played a bit of Townscaper, you know, as much as you can okay, play. Townscaper is lovely. Mm -hmm. That's, That's a game. also available on PC and I think Game Pass as well. Okay. That's a, a good, you know, yeah, Townscaper is a good one to play with Enya on in the background. Oh, Very yeah. relaxing. If you if you like Dorf Romantic, then give Townscaper a go because it's kind of the same, but without any kind of puzzle element. It's yeah. just build stuff and just chill. Yeah, it's, it really is. You just keep tapping things and it creates it for you. And you can kind of work out how you want to make, how you want to build this town, but it just looks gorgeous. Uh, it's really fun for a very short time. Yeah, that's what I found as well. I will go back to it at some point, but yeah, you, you're just building a town, really. Um, then I, so yeah, downloaded Genshin as well. I haven't played it yet. And I don't know if I can be bothered. Sorry. No. Um, today I did download What the Golf because that was on Apple Arcade. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good for if you want to give your brain a break, is Townscaper. Unlike uh, Crosswords, which we started doing on trains now. Because <laughs> we're old men. Yeah, we're literally old men. We're like, oh, let's, <laughs> let's do a crossword together. Yeah, really. Um, and yeah, also, yeah, so Call of Duty Mobile. And you know what? It's really good. It's actually a very good Call of Duty. It's weird, like the controls. I don't know if I'd prefer to have one of these, like, I don't know even if, if it's... You know, if it works, you know, where you can get the controller and you can like sync it up with the Bluetooth and use a controller. I don't, I don't know. And I haven't even bothered trying it, but yeah, I'm playing at the moment. So if you like hover over somebody, if you like, you use your thumb to kind of move the, where you use like the left thumb on the screen to move and the right thumb to, you know, turn around. And then if it goes over somebody in the simplified controls, if it like hovers over somebody, it'll automatically shoot them. There is another way of 
like doing it um that's a bit more advanced but i really can't be bothered with that but yeah so um it's got all the features you can think of i've not really played any i mean i can, I can load it up and show you or uh, tell you you don't have to do that don't, don't worry, worry i'm not going to show it on screen i know you got to pretend that you don't like call of duty because it's you know a bit too mask well uh, my colleague wrote a story about Call of Duty today because someone discovered that uh, with the um, Godzilla and King Kong thing, oh, that, Wait, that's the next... If, wait a minute, I'm coming up to that. But you can tell. Spoiler. There's a there's a Godzilla and King Kong event. Um, and if you fly an aeroplane uh, underneath King Kong's balls, you get a load of free XP. <laughs> well, well, I didn't try that. But yeah, well, anyway... Maybe you should. It's, I mean, it is the most horrific looking screen uh, when you load up Call of Duty Mobile. It does run brilliantly on the uh, iPhone 13 Pro Max, whatever. But it's got all the things you can think of. You've got multiplayer, you've got Battle Royale. I think there's uh, there's ranked matches. I don't know if there's zombies. I believe there is because there's a thing where you can download. But there's just, there is a lot of kind of monetization because it is free. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it is a very, very complete game if you don't mind pumping some money in. But I mean, actually, I've played a fair bit of it and I've not spent a penny on it, which is quite impressive for me. You're not you're not selling it. No, it's good. And I've also been uh, playing a bit of Call of Duty Warzone on the PlayStation last night, which is the first time I've played Call of Duty in quite a while. And I'm really, really impressed um, because I loaded it up. This is the first time I played Warzone. I think I played Warzone on launch day with the Norwegian Thunderboys. It was that long ago that they don't even stream anymore. Um, I only talk to them occasionally and we won one match and that was it. Um, so I've hardly played it whatsoever. However, since then I have played quite a bit of multiplayer for Modern Warfare because that was really, really good fun. Um, and I got a little bit addicted to that for a week or two. And anyway, I loaded up Warzone and it was like, oh yeah, even though I've played Call of Duty Modern Warfare on PC, I loaded it up on PS5 and it said oh yeah, you've unlocked all of these things because you've played it on there. And like my progression has continued. Even though it's a completely different mode, it's the multiplayer mode, playing this free-to-play Battle Royale game has brought up all the uh, like all the weapons and all the upgrades and stuff that I've unlocked on there are available to me playing on Warzone. So that was, uh, that was quite a... Uh, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, I was playing the event with King Kong and Godzilla, which is happening at the moment, which is very cool. And I haven't, I did nearly die to King Kong once. Cool. Yeah. Fine. Sorry, I somewhat zoned out. Yeah. Um, yay, Cod. War zoned out. Um, Moni said, so that is, uh, is that why you're getting the, uh, getting the train to Amsterdam? If you think that I'm going to sit and do puzzles with this one for four hours on a train, you have another thing coming. This one. It will be headphones on, switch out, do not talk to me fine we'll find a game to play co-op you know local co-op oh no we'll play mario kart all the way there what 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 i might do is steal triangle strategy from you considering you haven't actually started it yet you'd have to, you have to open can, it first <laughs> i will do that and then i will sit and play that and you can you can play a call of duty on on belgian 4g as we go through the country oh well i definitely will no on Eurostar wi-fi because we're going to twitchcon twitchcon in just a couple of months excited yeah. hope to see some of you yeah. there we'll have to wear split screen um, t-shirts won't we oh we don't have any of them we're not yet <laughs> have to get some oh that could be a merch thing ah maybe yeah maybe you know we what? should 
Yeah. Also, Jinx said um, further up, um, if anyone's played Nintendo Switch Sports, I have not. I've heard slightly mixed things about it, um, mm. but I think the reviews of that were interesting because the online portion wasn't switched on um, when they when they reviewed it. So people reviewed it sort of in progress and said, well, look, we can't really give a final score until we know the online. And I think the online works very well, but it's the kind of game that is a fun party game. Like if you're if you've got mates over for an evening and you want a, a bit of fun. I don't think it's the kind of game that you would want to play on your own for a very long time is the impression that I've got from it. And therefore that's not something that I really want to spend 50 quid on. Huh? Yeah. I'm waiting until it's it... what I've heard. Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> going to get it anytime super soon unless it's on sale because I've heard that there's just gonna be a load of other stuff. Isn't like there's certain, there's like the leg Joy-Con thing that's not quite working yet for football, and they're going to add it. And I think golf's going to get added as well. So golf is coming in September. I want to say mm-hmm. it might be October. Feels like a yeah. It feels like a work in progress. Oh, it's thirty nine US dollars apparently. <clears throat> oh. Okay, I mean, look, let's be real. It should be a pack in game with feature switches, just as the Wii Wii Sports was. That's what mm-hmm. it should be. Um, if it was 20 quid, I'd probably buy it for a lull. Mm. Yeah. All right. This should do a two pack. So you can get one with your friend. With your oh, special friend. Very nice. Well, no, because they want you to play it online. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, I mean, that's really what I've been playing with games. I mean, I'm still playing a bit of Xenoblade, but it's just taking forever. And somebody's I read an article today that you sent me saying that it's a 70 hour game. And I'm like 24 hours in and going like, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I feel like games that last more than 30 hours really need to be addictive to be 30 hours plus. Well, speaking of long games, um, there was this little game that came out um, a couple of months ago. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of it, Um, but we talked about it quite a lot on the podcast before we had a break. And it was a really, really big game at the time. And we've had a little break for the podcast and now we're back after a few weeks and I'm still fucking playing Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Still. Did you kill that? Um, no, uh, I think you referred really... to it as a see you next Tuesday yesterday. I mean, everything in that game is a see you next Tuesday. Um, <laughs> like I'm still playing it. It's taking forever. I'm about, I think almost 60 hours in now. Um, anyone who has played it, I'm basically at Lane Dell, the capital which isn't even anywhere near the end, but I feel like it should be. Um, And I'm at the point with it where I am starting to feel a bit bored. (gasps) And playing, the more I play more of Elden Ring, the more I appreciate Breath of the Wild, which probably feels like an obvious thing to say because Elden Ring is Dark Souls Breath of the Wild. It's it's very inspired by it it's a big open world it's a big map you can go wherever you want to go um you know explore it's got that same sense of discovery wonderful lovely into it but the thing that breath of the wild does is that every discovery that you make is meaningful so whether that be you get a new weapon that you can try out until it breaks or whether that is a shrine with some fun puzzles that are unique and then you get something at the end of it and you get, you know, a health upgrade or stamina upgrade or whatever, 
or or whether it's like little story sections and riddles everything means something and what's really starting to piss me off about Elden Ring is that you can discover some little catacomb and work your way through it and you realize that it's a different maze but the catacomb looks the same as everything else there's a boss at the end that you've already killed three times because it's the same boss they just make it slightly more difficult um and then they give you like a big sword at the end and the sword is is something that me as a magic user I'm not going to use anyway but it's probably got stats that are like way up there that you can't actually use so you've gone through all that effort of exploring and killing a boss that you then end up with an item that you literally can't use and you're like well, what was the point oh, that's literally and I know how that I... it's the journey yeah. not the end but it just feels like you get all these different things because there are so many different builds different types of character you can be that then there are so many different types of pickup that and items and abilities that most of them just aren't relevant to you and it just feels like you're wasting your time because you're not getting anything out of it and that's really irritating to me the second thing that's really irritating to me is the difficulty and i know that there's the whole dark souls difficulty debate which we're not going to get into but you expect the game to be hard elden ring is not that hard and i'm not saying that from an asshole point of view of i'm amazing at games because i'm not and i also appreciate that i'm playing as a magic character which makes it easier but the more I play it, the more I'm realizing it's either incredibly difficult or incredibly easy. Like there's there's no in between. And I think that's because it's an open world. They can't give you that gradual difficulty curve. It's just a big open world. People are doing it at their own pace. So people are either underleveled or overleveled at pretty much every boss. And I feel like most bosses I've got to have been completely trivial. And I'm not saying that you know i want things to be absolutely ridiculously difficult and difficulty is subjective as we have always talked about um but when a big hulking boss comes in and then three hits of magic and it's dead and you're like oh great well that, that was hard it just mm. it feels really dissatisfying and underwhelming so i know that there's a lot of difficult stuff coming at the end of the game and i'm holding out for that but i just feel like they haven't quite got the difficulty curve right and that again is something Breath of the Wild does really well because it's managed. You're only playing as one, you know, one character that you can be. It's much more evenly spread and managed across the world map. And I don't think Elden Ring does that very well. So the more I play it, the more I am picking faults with it. And as much as I think it probably is one of, if not the best game out this year, but it's not a 10 out of 10 experience for me at this point. What is, is there that's, any? That's my rant over. That's my rant over. <laughs> What was the last game you can think of that was a 10 out of 10? I mean, there haven't been many. Um, You're less generous than Edge magazine, aren't you? I am. Um, honestly, I mean, there are a few games that are flawless. Um, I mean, even something like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I don't think is a 10 out of 10, but it's one of my favorite games. I love it, but I can completely see that there are flaws in it. Does 10 out of 10 For mean me, flawless? Well, yeah, because it's a perfect score. But oh, I mean, that's, it, doesn't that's have, the whole, it doesn't have to be. I that's guess. the whole thing, though, isn't it? You know, is 10 out of 10, does it mean perfect, or does it just mean a game that you would 100% recommend to everybody and is a well, exactly. masterpiece? Like, is Elden Ring a masterpiece? For, it's. Thanks for that clip, Nico. Um, is it a masterpiece? Probably. It's definitely the culmination of the Soul series that have been huge. Um, I th I still think there are better games out there. Um, 
a perfect 10 out of 10 game for me would be Hades because I think the combat is incredibly well done. It's advancing the genre. It's, it's accessible to everyone. Like they, because it was done in, in early access and then over a couple of years, they just kept, they kept iterating on it and kept improving it. They have thought of so many little things that ultimately add up to something that I genuinely think is a perfect game. And it might not be to everyone's taste, but I think that that is probably a perfect game. On me says, both the mini dungeons in Elden Ring and shrines in Breath of the Wild are under attended to and repetitive parts are very good games. Do you agree? Yeah, it's true. Like the Breath of the Wild, again, they repeat the shrines, but I like that they are more puzzle focused. Mm. Shadow of the Colossus, that 10? I have really mixed feelings about Shadow of the Colossus because on the one hand, it's one of my absolute favorite games ever. When I played it on PS2, it was just mind blowing. And when I played it again on PS4, I was like, this is just the most stunning game. And I love the aesthetic of it. It is absolutely my kind of game. It's also really pretentious. And I love that. However, the controls are absolute fucking dog shit. Yeah. And as soon as you try and play it on hard mode or any kind of challenge, it becomes so frustrating and it, it really irritates me. So I love it. And I would still put it in like my top 10 games ever. But it also is the one horse. of the most frustrating experiences. <laughs> I, the horse controls on that. I just the, there are clips of me being like tossed off a cliff by a horse because I it went. I just don't understand. Like I don't like it when it moves the camera. Like it moves the camera down to like by the side of the horse, and you're still meant to be controlling this horse, and it's like well, I can't see literally where I'm going. Oh, it's so annoying. Yeah, it's more <clears> things <throat> like you're clinging onto something, and then you want to drop, and the colossus moves, and then he yeah. doesn't quite grab where you think he's going to, and you're like. I know what I want to do and what I want to do in my head is really fucking cool. And the game is not quite always letting me do that. And that's really annoying. Yeah. Um, I could be really hipster and say that Ico is the better game, but Very hipster. I'll throw that out there. All right. What news have we got? What's been going on? By the way, I've got a little bit of a cold still. That's why I'm a little bit, bit uh, deep voice today. Um, we can do news. Yeah, Devil Bean says there's control schemes in the remake of Shadow Colossus. There are. I still don't think they work very well. Um, well, I mentioned Final Fantasy VII Remake a second ago. Um, it looks like we could be getting not only Final Fantasy VII news, but Final Fantasy XVI news within the next month. Mm. Now, Final Fantasy XVI, uh, they originally said at the start of the year that we would get some news in spring. We're now pretty much at the end of spring, um, so they're due some news. Um, but Yoshi P has been basically dropping hints that something is coming. A trailer is ready. Um, whether we get this by the end of the year or not, and suddenly Final Fantasy 16 beats Elden Ring to Game of the Year, mm-hmm. we shall see. That is my dream. However, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it will probably come out next year, but we will get more info in theory in a month. Um However, it's also the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII. And there was a Japanese live stream for the mobile Battle Royale game, First Soldier, which I'm sure no one is playing. Um, Oh, Battle Royale on mobile? Let me download that. There you go. Um, That's your thing now, isn't it? Must be. Yeah. Um, They had a whole like two-hour stream in Japanese, but at one point, apparently, because I've I've heard many times from people who do speak Japanese, Basically, um, Nomura mentioned that there would be news, Final Fantasy VII news, 
next month. Now, people are jumping on that to say it's going to be remake part two. We can but hope. It's probably the other mobile game that's coming, which is a complete remake of the original um, and some other bits. But we can hope that there's remake part two. Now, my absolute dream from all this is that basically next month, Sony do a state of play and they're like, God of War is still coming by the end of the year mm. at Christmas. Here's a better look at it. Here's Final Fantasy 16. And also here's a new trailer for Final Fantasy 7 part two. That's my dream. It's not going to happen, but I'm saying it here just in case. <laughs> Mr. Wilbur says part two got cancelled. Yeah, that's it. We've given up. We're just going to stop don't it. You <laughs> dare say that. <laughs> it's going to print money, don't so I don't think dare. so. <laughs> mm. But in short, brace yourself for Final Fantasy news in the next month because it's looking more and more likely that something is going to happen. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Because as I can't get into any of them, I should be shunned by the gaming community. Not a single uh, Final Fantasy. Oh. Yeah, should... you can. You can see yourself out, Miko. Yeah, we're we're no longer friends or talking. There are some uh, amazing. I mean, they're all so different. Like Final Fantasy Nine, for example. I'd love. Uh, I, I really want to go and play Final Fantasy Nine. I'll hold out for a bit. So, I need to play all of them. Yeah. Um, speaking of live streams, there was a Dead by Daylight live stream earlier this week, this and there was one. lots of news from that. Excited. Um, The main thing being that there is a new chapter coming. Um, It's called Roots of Dread. And there is a new killer called the Dredge, who is based on the boogeyman who lives under your bed. Um, And there is an uh, an Indian-Canadian survivor called Hadi Kaur. Hadi, I can't remember how to to pronounce the surname. Called Hadi, um, who I think is psychic. Um, And she looks very cool. Um, So that's coming. Uh, There's also a new map, which is called the garden of joy and it's a sort of american beauty american dream style house that's all decaying and ruined um which is quite interesting um they are going to be bringing another resident evil chapter Mm. Uh, we don't know what's happening with it yet but it's called project w which i'm taking to mean it's wesker and wesker is up to something oh um so there's going to be a whole story around that so more of that um they're they're also making various different changes um they're adding some attack on titan um attack on titan outfits but perhaps most interesting of all is they are bringing a dead by daylight dating sim out i mean everyone wants felix it's going to be called hooked on you um you can't date the survivors i'm afraid there are four killers that you can date who? Which are the Huntress, the Spirit, the Trapper, and the Wraith. So mm. it's the original ones, not the not the crossover ones. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's I a wanted, sort of very oh. silly anime style visual novel dating I, sim with, so with them. They brought out like an anime one, but they haven't. Oh, why won't they include the cool um, K-pop person? That would be great. The trickster. Yes. Well, I do know all of them. Because, okay, the trickster came out when I was writing for Pink News and there was a lot of thirst and it was a very easy story to write to get clicks. <laughs> <laughs> so I know of the trickster. Um, also, he's hot and he winks. Um, so, yes, a dating sim. Um, they've chosen those four, I think, as like the most popular. But it could be that they're going to bring out more later. There could be more chapters. They could add more killers. There could be survivors. 
you know, between that and the board game that's coming out, it feels like they're very much expanding the Dead by Daylight brand um, into more areas. Mm. So, um, yeah. And he winks. <clears throat> exactly. That's all it takes is a quick wink. See, look, that's what I did. Worked. Just like that. <laughs> and then our final bit of news, which we can maybe talk about in a bit more detail is they have revealed the first batch of games coming to PlayStation Plus. Oh, yes. So this is the PlayStation Plus premium service. There are three different tiers. You get various different types of games with the different tiers. So there's the basic one, which is what Plus is now. Um, And then they've added PlayStation Now in. That doesn't exist anymore. That's coming into PlayStation Plus. Mm -hmm. And in the mid-tier, and I can't remember what it's called, um there's extra uh, yeah no is there's premium is the top one basics Um, the bottom obviously the basic and the mid one is i think is extra is it really called playstation basic or is it i can't remember i'm calling it basic bottom um (laughs) the basic bottom one is is basic um the middle one you get access to ps ps4 (laughs) and five games um and is that it? All right, and com- I think maybe three as well. And then the top tier, you get classic games, which is PS1, 2. Okay, we have PlayStation Plus Essential. Essential. Okay, I was close enough. Basic. <laughs> uh, Basic. Play- and then there's PlayStation Plus Extra. Like, what is Plus Extra? It's already got a plus there. The plus is like, means extra. So I plus extra. It doesn't make sense. And then the top one. Just question it just doesn't make sense i don't we've already got the word plus why don't you replace it with like playstation essential playstation extra and playstation premium that would make sense why do we need playstation plus premium and then there's another one that's a weird thing that doesn't even exist isn't it like a playstation something that you can only get in markets where they can't do cloud streaming it's called i don't know it's called something else i as think well. it's got the same name i don't think it's got a different name no i think it's got a different name it's very weird. Um, yeah. yeah. So you basically get access to tons of games. And it was touted as being their equivalent of Game Pass. It's quite clearly not. No. Um, game Pass gives you new games day one, all the top AAA games. PlayStation Plus, PlayStation said, no, we want your money. We're going to charge you £70 for a brand new game. And that's going to be separate to your subscription. Um so there's a lot of speculation as to when games are going to arrive on PlayStation Plus. Um, the most recent new game that's added is Returnal, which came out last June, mm-hmm. I want to say. Um, however, there is a more recent game, which is Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Um, and that came out last mm-hmm. August, and that is included in this. NAC so, 2. Is NAC 2 included? It's not. NAC 1 is, but NAC 2 is not. Is Red um, Dead Redemption included? No. Do you know what yes. it is? Yeah, do you know what yes. it is? No. What? Only Undead Nightmare is included. Which is great, but also, why would you only add Undead Nightmare and not the actual Red Dead Redemption, unless they were remaking it? It's got Red Dead Redemption 2. No, not it's 1, a, though. It's a PS4 game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 1, though? They don't have 1, yeah, apparently. Yeah, that's not on there. But it's they do just, have Undead Nightmare. Like you said, is Red Dead Redemption on there? I'm like, yes, the second one. Well, why You're would, welcome. Well, that, that's, I would have asked, is Red Dead Redemption 2 on there? 
Don't get pernickety with me. <laughs> anyway, um, there are um, there are plenty of games on there. People have basically been, I think, mostly fairly underwhelmed by this list of games uh, because it's a lot of games on there that people already have, they've already played, they're available elsewhere. It's not a groundbreaking new subscription service. What I will say on the positive side of it, though, is if you look at the PS4 and 5 games of it, especially the PS5 games, you've got included on there Mars Morales and Demon Souls PS5 Remake, which were the two biggest PS5 um, launch titles. Then you've got Returnal as well, which is sort of launch window because it's only a few months later. Um, plus like director's cut versions of things. Death Stranding. And, and that is on there. And I would say that the next game to, to be added is very likely to be Ratchet and Clank mm. in probably a couple of months' time. So it and... looks like PS5 games around a year later may be added. And it means that for people who maybe have struggled to get a PS5 because of stock shortages and all this time they've, they haven't been able to get one, it means you can buy the console, you can sign up to PlayStation Plus, and you've basically got access to like the top PS5 exclusives um, immediately. And in that sense, I actually think it's a really fucking good deal. As someone who was very lucky to get a PS5 at launch, I've already got the games and I've played them, so it doesn't really add anything for me personally. But I can see that for brand new PlayStation 5 owners, this is actually a really, really good subscription. And I think that's probably the market that they're going for here, that once you get the console, you grab the subscription and off you go. And on top of that, they have now added a new PlayStation 5 bundle that's available that bundles in Horizon Forbidden West. Um, so now if you're looking to buy a PS5, you can buy it as a bundle with that. So if you buy that bundle and then you buy the PlayStation Plus subscription, you've basically got everything you could want, bar Ratchet and Clank, which I'm pretty sure will be added soon. So for new PS5 owners, I actually think it's really good. But for other people who have owned the console a long time or already have a PS1, 2, 3, and 4, there's not a lot extra. I'm, a, I'm disappointed Sackboy is not on there. I really want to play that. Maybe that'll get added. That's very true. Very true. Also as well, um, <clears throat> The Last of Us, the first Last of Us is not on there, which is also fueling rumours that they might be, re well, they're remaking it and hopefully going to bring it out. rumours that they're remaking it. Yeah. Apparently it's going to come out at the end of this year. Remake. Is I, do, I do not want a remake of The Last of Us 1. It was good enough as it was. I played it on PS3. I played it again when it was remastered on PS4. I do not need to play that again with slightly better graphics and a nicer frame rate. I'll play it when they bring out part three. To play through it. That'll be it. Mm. Yeah, go and... Um, yeah, I'll be checking that out. When, if, when does it release again? Next month? PS Plus? Yeah. Um, it start, it's staggered in different countries. So it's next week, I believe, in Asia. I think the week after that is America. And a week or two weeks after that is Europe. Wow, harsh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Just looking at all this. There's some good ones on there. Wipeout, Until Dawn, um, Loco Roco. Freaking love Loco Roco. And they're like 10 games from PlayStation 1, though. Well, this is the thing. They said that they were adding over 300 games, and this list that they've released is not a complete list. No. So this is not everything that's going to be on there. Now, whether this is what's on at the beginning, and then they're going to add to it, or whether they're just giving you a taster for now, is kind of unclear. I think what they're probably going to do 
is a bit like what Nintendo are doing with Switch Online, where every month they're adding on a new N64 game. I think they're probably going to do a similar thing. Mm. And they're going to, each month, add some extra ones on there, which basically gives them something to market until God of War comes out in five years' time. So this will give them something that they can drag out and market. So I imagine that they are going to keep adding to it. But yeah, this is this is not everything that's going to be on there. I hope not, because it's just... I mean, there's some good ones. Ape Escape, um, the original Siphon Filter, Tekken 2, and obviously my my favourite there. Well, not, no, I think... Well, I found your favourite. Mr. Driller. <laughs> and uh, Worms Armageddon. I used to love Worms. Love Worms games. Yeah. Yeah, like those PS1 games don't really do a lot for me. Um, not even Mr. Driller? Nah. Um, even the PS2 ones I'm not super fussed by. Actually, Rogue Galaxy, I'd give that a go. Because um, that was meant to be very good. The PS3 games, there are some decent games there, but the thing with the PS3 ones is that they are streamed, they're not downloaded, and that's yeah. the difference. Um, which means that really you have to have a good internet connection to be able to stream those properly. So the PS3 games, I think, are potentially the most disappointing because I don't think the quality is going to be very good. Yeah. But when you look at the PS4 games, the PS5 games, there are some genuinely really, really strong games there. It's just that they're games that are all kind of top selling that have been played a lot of times already and people probably already own. Mm. But if you wanted to get rid of your PS4 and just play a PS5, you could do that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's end it there. What a fast podcast that was. Snappy. Yeah, snappy. Get all everything. Get the just the like the important stuff. We don't need to waffle on. We'll do that during the uh, during Stardew. Well, you'll waffle. I'll have a rant, and then we'll be three hours down. Perfect. That sounds much better. Um, but yeah, Ed, how do we find you? You can find me on Twitch and on Twitter at Ed underscore Knights with an N, and you can see my writing on Eurogamer. Nice. And yeah, follow me at Biggest Benis on twitch and biggest bonus one on twitter um but yeah do you, do you want to say the thing stick around by the way if you are watching this on twitch because we will be going and playing some stardew do the thing ed but until then thank you all for joining thank you for listening we'll see you next week be there or be split, split.